0: Hi everyone, this is Carmen Miksha and Sophia Miksha, your hosts of Seeds of Sunshine, a mother-daughter multi-generational podcast filled with laughter, wisdom and advice. Sophia is a sophomore in high school in the IB program, a runner, a piano player and a sister. I have a BA and MA degree in English and have published two poetry books and a tennis book, which you can find on Amazon or on my website, CarmenMixabooks.com. I am also a marathon runner and the broker CEO of Dynamic Real Estate, my own company. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home with me in the Sacramento or Bay Area regions, please visit my website, DynamicSacramentoHomes.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We promise to sprinkle seeds of sunshine once a week to elevate your lives and dreams through better communication between generations. Paul Ioannidis resides in Sacramento, California. From a young age, growing up in a military family, attending two different elementary schools, two different middle schools and three high schools, Paul learned the importance and meaning of sacrifice, self-reliance, and community support. His parents modeled that lifestyle in their commitment to family, community, and our country. In 2015, Paul became the head cross country and distance coach at Mira Loma High School. The team has grown to 45 athletes and achieved success not seen in 30 years. Under his leadership, a varsity team has advanced to the San Joaquin section meet, five out of the last six seasons, and an individual to CIF state meet five times as well. In 2015, 10 days after his 50th birthday, coach Paul accomplished his personal goal and ran the Boston Marathon after qualifying the prior summer in Eugene, Oregon. In his spare time, Paul enjoys cooking, working on home projects, hiking, skiing, and some occasional running. Welcome to Seeds of Sunshine, Coach Paul. Sophia and I are delighted and honored to have you. How are you today?
1: Fine. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Of course. And as always, at the beginning of our episode, we start with a quote and a joke. And I actually borrowed the quote from your signature email.
2: Okay.
0: Yes, because it's a great quote. Yes. It goes like this, desire is the key to motivation, but it's the determination and commitment to unrelenting pursuit of your goal, a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain the success you seek. Mario Andretti, what a great quote.
1: I love that quote. It, it, is, a, it, it is a favorite quote of mine. I've got a whole list of different quotes and I rotate them out every now and then, but I do like that quote. Uh, a great deal. It's something I talk to the kids about a lot that I coach.
0: Oh, that's wonderful! And now the the joke. Maybe you can help find the answer. Here it goes. How did the barber come first in the race?
1: He had the pole position. No. Oh.
0: <laughs> the, the barber. He took a shortcut.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Yes. It makes sense, right? (laughs)
1: Yes, it does. I love it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. And um, before Sofia actually starts her rapid fire questions asked by your amazing Mira Loma cross country athletes, I want to express my gratitude for your constant guidance, support and inspiration in making running fun for my daughter and for everybody on the team because Every time I see them, they're running with joy and I run the same way. You know, if you don't run with joy, we know running can hurt, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Yes, it can. And, and yeah, it, it is important um, uh, to have a good time while you run. I love running. It's a social sport. Uh, we get serious with what we do in terms of racing and um you know, and training. But at the same time, it, I love the sport of running because it is a social sport. So you need to have fun doing it.
2: <laughs> yep. Okay, I'll get started with the question. So the first one is, what prompted you to start running? And when did you start running?
1: So I actually started running in high school. Um, my dad was a, a colonel in the army. And I started running because there was really nothing else to do. He was transferred to the Mojave Desert to what's now the National Training Center called NTC in Fort Irwin. It's north of Barstow. It's out in the middle of Mojave Desert. And um, the school that I went to really didn't have much in the way of sports. I used to play soccer before that. Um, So I just started running because that was open to me. Uh, although I'm a lifeguard, uh, I I was a lifeguard. Um, I wasn't a particularly great swimmer, so I never got into swimming as a competitive sport, Uh, but I tried running, and I liked it, and my senior year, we actually had a sanctioned uh, cross-country team. I ran cross-country officially the first time in high school. I did not compete in college, so that's when I very first started running was, was in high school.
2: When did your Oh, wait, what is the hardest part about being a
1: coach? You know, the, the hardest part for me about being a coach is um, constantly making sure that I am doing what's in the best interest of all my athletes. I, I you know, you, for me, um, I constantly question, uh, am I pushing too hard? Or am I pushing enough? You know, um, it's not putting together it's not putting together training sessions Is you know, am I doing enough um, so everybody can reach their potential. So constantly looking at that, constantly questioning myself, constantly, you know, asking, is this the right path? Um, You know, as you know, Sophia, we have different workout groups based on, you know, where they are in their running um, life, right? And how, how, what their running acumen is. Um, So, I, am, I, am I doing enough at every level? Am I doing it the right way? So for me, that's the hardest thing because um, I constantly question myself because <laughs> it's important to me that I give you all the best experience possible. So
2: yeah, I think you're doing a great job. And also um, how have you changed your coaching strategies over time? And do you change your coaching style between individual runners?
1: Uh, I think you have to change your coaching style between individual runners. I am constantly changing not my coaching style um, and maybe not my approach, but certainly the training blocks, the training regimen, um, what we implement, how we implement it. Um, that's constantly evolving and changing because I'm constantly growing and evolving as a, as a coach. Right. So I first started coaching in 2009 um, with Carmichael Running Club. I did youth, um, I started a youth program. Um, for third through eighth graders and uh, you know I've been coaching ever since but once you get to the high school level and I think I I don't have any aspirations of being a collegiate coach but I I imagine at every level that changes and uh, I think it's important to constantly learn so I I constantly I have different colleagues uh, friends of mine um, that are coaches that I talk to about uh, coaching um, strategies, coaching techniques, am I doing the right thing, um, what are they doing and constantly modifying and changing and hopefully improving, um, the program, you know, again, so I can be the best coach that I can be. So you guys can be the best athletes that you guys can be. So, um, yeah, constantly changing and from, from athlete to athlete. Sure. Certainly, um, you, you know, everybody's an individual, so I can talk to certain athletes, um, in a particular way to motivate them and that same conversation won't do well necessarily with, like, say you, Sophia. right? So it, it really depends. You do have to know your athletes. I think that's why it's important to get to know your athletes. Um, yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, if you didn't coach cross country or track, what other sport would you do?
1: Cooking. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I would do another, I don't know that I would coach another sport. Um, I will, um, I've, I've been involved with some aspect of youth, um, mentoring, youth coaching, um, ever since I was in high school, really. Um, I became a lifeguard when I was 15 and I started coaching swimming lessons when I was 16 and that carried through into college and I became, a. uh, you know, as a lifeguard, I became, a. An instructor trainer so i trained people to be lifeguards so i was teaching in that capacity as a church youth group leader so i was mentoring and teaching in that capacity so i don't know that i would coach per se another sport but i might get involved in something else
2: yep also this is my own question yeah what is your favorite cross-country workout and why
1: oh uh that's tough. I think preseason and in the summer, my favorite workout is either at Tony's cross training um, or getting, um, we cross trained in the pool. So we, once a week, we get in the pool in the summer. And I like that be, because um, it t- most, not most runners, but a lot of people aren't, the majority of the team's not comfortable in the pool. Like that's, that's not their first chosen sport. They can swim, but it's not their first chosen sport. and in running, you have to learn to be comfortable in an uncomfortable environment. You have to learn to be comfortable when it gets hard and challenging and tough. And when you're treading water, um, and I'm talking, I'm on the deck, and and you know the athletes are in the pool treading water, it your heart rate gets up pretty high, pretty quick, and you have to relearn learn to relax. And so I like that workout. I like the pool workouts because. You know, you guys are fish out of water. So it, it, it teaches you that it, as as um, it's humbling, you know, you can be very much in shape and do somebody else's sport and you realize you're not in shape at all. So uh, you can be in great running shape and then hop in the pool and try to keep up with somebody who's a swimmer. And, you know, it, it's it's humbling very quickly. I mean, you can be in great, you know, shape and then get on a bike. And ride with somebody who rides all the time, or tennis, or any of any other sport. So, I like that uh, workout. Um, the other workouts I really like is when we get on the track. Sometimes when we get on the track or do some speed work, um, I like I like to see um, athletes push, you know, and hold. Um, and I like our pacing workouts. So one of the things that, you know, that we work on is pacing because, and we did it this week um, because that's, a, I think a lot of athletes struggle with pacing, a lot of runners struggle with, with proper pacing and pacing evenly. And so to me, I like that workout because you know, once it clicks, um, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see uh, in the athlete, so. Yep. I like the uh,
2: cross training in the pool. you did yeah I did yeah I enjoyed that yeah yeah Yeah. okay my mom will ask the next question okay well one of your
0: students asked if you're on any diet
1: no I'm I'm on a seafood diet I (laughs) and I I eat it that's my diet no you know everything in moderation I don't I've never been one to diet I've never been one to uh, do anything you know like that I don't um necessarily fast unless i have to because i have to get blood work done or something like that so (laughs) i don't i don't uh i I don't subscribe to any sort of a diet i will say that i eat probably more um, i do make sure i take in protein i do make sure i take in um some carbs uh and that fluctuates depending upon you know what i'm doing um but everything in moderation i don't I don't eat a ton of sweet stuff. I don't eat a ton of salty stuff. And I don't eat a ton of meat, red meat, but I do eat red meat. I just had a hamburger last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had salmon this week because I love seafood and you know chicken. So I mix it up, um, but I definitely I just make sure I get a protein. But no, I don't subscribe to any particular diet.
0: That's great. I'm the same way. Um, I have run 15 marathons myself, and I pretty much go by... Like yesterday, I did a really hard workout, you know, and so I came home and I made myself uh, some fried eggs and I had beef liver because, and, you know, it's it's not the tastiest, but it, it's full of iron, you know, right. and right. and I know I have to get enough iron in my diet, you know, right. especially girls and, and women runners. Yes more than you know um guys and so but i go like today it's my rest day so i'm not very hungry i just eat you know as i go you know
2: mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah absolutely.
0: I'm, I'm like you i'm big on seafood and when we took the kids to portugal and spain this summer they were like mom you eat seafood here every day i'm like yes i'm in heaven
1: right <laughs> Yeah, well, you pick two foods that I would not. I mean, I love eggs, but not fried eggs and I don't No liver for me either. So (laughs) you can have my portions of that.
0: (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, And then um, I have a parent question for you, Coach Paul. Um, What are some of your favorite ways to make running competitive and fun for your students? Because as I said in the beginning, I noticed how how much joy the kids are having and how even my own daughter, she wasn't sure she wanted to do cross country. And once she started, she was like, mom, I love cross country. And may I go to the camp? And I was like, sure, go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, you know, I, from the very beginning, I set certain expectations and, 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 and um, I don't have many rules. And so I, I but what I tell the kids and I repeat it um, throughout the season is I can't coach effort. So um, I can put together the training regiments and the workouts and get them together and be the biggest cheerleader, but effort is effort and personal, we're we're developing each athlete um, and their ability to improve and hit their goals will improve the team. So um, from the very beginning, the environment is one where everybody's welcome, but everybody's gonna work and everybody's gonna set goals. I set goals, I set goals as a coach. I, I ask the athletes to set their own personal goals with a varsity team, we set some team goals and everybody should be working to achieve those goals. And um, that, that um, ability to personally improve, but also help the team is really kind of the mantra, right? And I, and I think in that, in that respect, Everybody knows that the effort they have put in can be an ultimate, um, you know, result—a uh, very positive uh, result for them and in their improvement. And that's all—that's what you need, right? So, in terms of competitive between each other, you know, we we work in workout groups, and the whole purpose of them working out in a workout group is um, so they can push each other and support each other. And if one's not feeling so good, then they can, you know, encourage them to keep, you know, moving and, and pushing forward. Um, and so you're doing it together. Um, and that's, again, that's the other reason why I love running so much um, is you're self-reliant. It is your own effort, but the ability to have a teammate there to push you, to support you, to run with you um, is, is immeasurable, right? So anybody can just go out and run on their own, but having a community to do that in that is like-minded is very beneficial. So we just try to create that environment.
0: I agree 100% with what you said because In 2015, actually, I became a runner and I immediately sought a community, you know, after I was able to hold certain paces and run certain distances. And I'm on a competitive women only team here in Sacramento, which is Arete, and it makes such a huge difference, you know, like yesterday doing a hard workout and being with my best friend and training partner it just made the workout fly by and that's exactly Mm -hmm. what Sophia mentioned when she started to run she said i'm making so many friends and we're running together and we're laughing and having fun and it makes running so much more enjoyable and having those measurable goals as you said is also huge and putting in the effort
1: right well i I can't put in the effort they have to do
2: that (laughs) and
1: so i just it's just a it's just a reminder for them that 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 that's what they need to do. They need to put in the effort. It, it's it's their goal. Um, I'm there to help try to get them there. So,
0: right. Any special ways that you have to motivate them to reach these goals?
1: I yell a lot. <laughs> I constantly yell at them. Um, I degrade them and put them down. Right, Sophia. That's about how I
2: coach. <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, no, uh, um, nothing in particular. I think it just comes from years and years of working with youth, just to try to create an environment where everybody's welcome, um, but at the same time that you're here to do work, um, and I want you here. But if you don't want to be here, um, if you're not willing to do that, then then you're also free to go do something else too, right? So it's your choice to be a part of the cross country team. We're not. We're a no cut sport. Um, so everybody's welcome. There's a place for everybody that may, may not be on the varsity team, but if you're going to be part of the team, you're going to, you're going to work out. And so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I don't know if there's any one thing that, that I do or that we do as a team. I think a lot of it's organic from season to season. There's certain things that happen each season that all of a sudden it becomes a thing. And then, you know, um, um that's just the the culture of the team and you just try to foster positive things out of that right so um, we do have an ongoing um it started gosh probably 2015 or 2014 even because i was on staff in 2014 um if you say a certain word you have to do push-ups it's a four-letter word Uh, and (laughs) sophia actually owes about a hundred and thirty push-ups or so, I think. Oh wow! So, uh,
2: I think it's a lot more than
1: that. I think it's probably a lot more than that too. So um, yeah. So, but it's just fun stuff like that, you know. You gotta, you gotta keep some brevity to everything.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: I agree. And so we're reaching towards the end, and at the end of each episode, we sprinkle seeds of sunshine. So, what are your seeds of sunshine,
1: Coach Paul? Oh, my seeds of sunshine. Um, (laughs) I think at the end of the day, you you know, honestly, you have to do what you enjoy. And I enjoy coaching. I love doing it. I love working with the kids. Um, uh, I love, you know, um, being a part of this community here. And um, I actually was thinking about that earlier today, uh, you know, with the kids. It's really you really shouldn't spend too much time doing things that you don't enjoy doing. I mean, sometimes we all have to do things that we don't wanna do, you know, (laughs) chores or, you know, homework or whatever it is. So yeah, you have to grind through the things you don't. But the things you actually choose to do, um, you should get joy out of them. And if you're hanging out with people that, that, you know, aren't bringing you joy um, or don't bring joy to your life or you're not getting enjoyment out of it, at my advanced age, <laughs> I've, I've learned that it's then I move on to something else. Because what's the point, um, you know, of, of not being happy in, in in most of your day in and day out? So
0: I agree. And so at that point in time, it's time to run <laughs> if you don't how... find joy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, and and I do, I do i don't run as much as i used to uh just because of an injury but um i do enjoy actually the last time i ran was in a wedding dress so um uh, 10k in a wedding dress so um but i do i love to get out and run i love to explore um when i go when i travel you know running shoes are light and easy to carry they don't take up much room you don't need a lot of equipment or clothes and you just go exploring and um, we're just heading down to, you know, we're, we're fortunate to have the American River Bike Trail, a great asset to us and, you know, going out on a run and just clearing your mind and, and thinking and relaxing. It's good stress relief for me. And um, I, I love it. I mean, it's just a it's just a great sport. So oh,
0: that's wonderful. And how can listeners get in touch with you on social media or a website to learn more, more about you?
1: about me, Yes. Um, they probably have to call me, I think, because, I mean, we have our, um, uh, I mean, I have an email, I don't have necessarily a website, Um, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I I think that the only website I think I really have right now is, is our flat sack website for our race, so uh, that wouldn't be a way to reach me, but certainly anybody can reach me at miralomaxc at gmail.com, um, that's my um, you know, my cross country email address. So it's our school Miraloma and XC for cross country and it's at Gmail. So that'd probably be the easiest way to reach me.
0: Wonderful. We thank you so much for joining us today and for all you do for the Mira Loma cross country team and for inspiring my daughter and all her teammates to be their very best in life, school, and running. Have a great day, Coach Paul.
1: Thank you both so much. Thank really you. appreciate it. Have a great day. <laughs>
0: Bye. 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 Seeds of Sunshine is a proud supporter of Sacramento Youth Center and 50% of your donations are going directly to our local branch. To contribute and support our podcast, please use the coffee app, which you can find in our show notes. It is greatly appreciated. Wishing you a great week full of sunshine, Thanks so much for listening, sharing, and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen to. And if you have some great wisdom and advice and wish to be a guest on Seeds of Sunshine, please message me on social media at Carmen Mixa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And last but not least, remember that we will have a monthly drawing for cool prizes to reward our top listeners and supporters who share and review Seeds of Sunshine. Goodbye for now.